0: All right, hello everyone, and welcome to yet another special edition of War of the Stars, a War of the Stars Extras. it uh, been a while since we've done one of these, and because there will be no official edition of War of the Stars this week, I thought we would do a um, a special edition and just kind of do an extra to kind of tide people over... Um, Until the official, um, (laughs) yeah, until we get an official episode, which will be next week. And I will have a special announcement at the end of this uh, this episode to let you guys know what's going on. And first, kind of give you guys an idea of why there will not be a show today. We're planning on having a show this week. Uh, but, um, my wife happened to surprise me with a, uh, night out at a hotel this weekend. Um, I had a three day weekend, had other things we was planning on doing this weekend, but well, as you know, COVID-19, you know, messes up everything. So that's why there will be no show this week. Um, and everyone else seemed to have plans and stuff going on, so... Uh, instead, there will be a War of the Stars extra, and this week I wanted to talk about that final season of The Clone Wars, and particularly those final episodes, which were just amazing. I mean, what a perfect way to wrap up um, seven seasons of The Clone Wars, and let's just talk about the, the season as a whole, and then focus on those last episodes because um perfect way to start out the season with focusing on the clones and using those I guess you call them lost episodes the unused episodes with the Bad Batch and really focusing on the clones and I love the fact that Anakin and Obi-Wan were side characters this season. They weren't the focus. Uh, There was just one episode with Anakin in it. And even in that one, he seemed like a, a side character. You know, Rex was the main character. And as much as this was... Sorry, I am driving, by the way. So if you hear outside noises going on, that is what is happening. Um, As much as this was kind of focused on, you know, Ahsoka, um, to me, this was Rex's season. You know, this was from the beginning to the end. Yeah, this really had Rex front and center so much. And I really I really like that because it was the Clone Wars and I think for a lot of people the clones were their favorite part of that you know, the humanizing of the clones the, you know, getting to know them as individuals and that they while they share this exact same DNA and they all looked the same they were all individuals they were all different, they all had different feelings, different emotions they weren't just droids that happened to be you know, flesh and blood, they were people. And I really think the Bad Batch showed that. And the final two, even the final two episodes really showed that, too. Uh, But we'll get to that in a second. Um, You know, just... Uh, sorry about that. Okay. Uh, Sorry about that. Like I said, I'm driving right now. And... Yeah, somebody just... Anyway. That's not important. Um, One thing I think that Filoni did very, very well is... Even in... The quote unquote filler episodes, which there were not a lot of filler episodes this season. It was a shorter season, so. um, But I know a few people didn't really care for the episodes with Ahsoka and the sisters. But I think this is something that Ahsoka, or not Ahsoka, but Dave Filoni does well, and he did it in Rebels, especially, where there are episodes that, you know, you consider, might be considered quote-unquote, filler episodes, but everything gets wrapped up in a bow and you can kind of see at the end of them, you can kind of go back and go, oh, okay. I, I get it now. I get where he was going. I get what he was doing. And I think what these, what those episodes did with the, with the sisters was just show you how the people could have turned against the Jedi so easily and been okay when order 66 came down um, and just how far off the Jedi had gone um, from what they were supposed to, what they were supposed to be um, so yeah it was just you know, as much as people might be like, oh, you know, what these are just boring filler episodes, I think they do a lot for world building and a lot for setting the stage and showing you the, the feeling that people had and how war-weary people were. <coughs> and, you know, this whole idea of you know, this isn't our war. Why are we fighting this war? This is, this is stu- This war is stupid. You know, let's just end it. Um, and how the Jedi got so much blame for that. Um, and just how out of touch the Jedi had been. That scene where, um, and forgive me, I can't remember the two sisters' names, but where they're talking about the death of their mother and how the Jedi came back and, you know, she said I had a choice I had to make a choice but the Force will protect you or whatever she said and, you know, for a for someone that's not a Jedi for someone that doesn't necessarily believe in the Force or have the, you know be able to tap into the Force that that means nothing you know, that's And, you know, that's the equivalent of just saying, you know, when someone loses, you know, or something terrible happens, I'm just saying, I'll pray for you. And, you know, I think we've talked about this before, but I'm a Christian, so, you know, that's something you hear all the time within within Christianity is, I'll pray for you. But without, and not to get philosophical or religious or anything like that, because I know there are people that have different faiths. Different belief systems and non-belief systems, but without something more there, without actually doing something, you know, that is worthless. There's a, again, not to get religious, but there's there's a verse in the Bible that said, "Faith without works is dead," and I think this is kind of what this is going for Mm -hmm. is. You can say all the nice platitudes and say all the nice great things, but unless you unless you back it up with action, it's hollow words. Um, so I, I guess that's my little rant for the day. So, um, but yeah, I think it just really set the stage for what would happen later. I think a lot of that was was what was going on here was setting the stage and setting the mindset of all these people and all these characters that will come together at the end and then we come to the final four episodes with the Siege of Mandalore and the final Order 66 coming down and uh, hats off to Ray Park for the Um, doing the motion capture for that fight scene with Ahsoka that was just amazing and Sam Witwer uh doing the voice again for Darth Maul just giving so much depth to that character so much I Maul is quickly becoming one of my favorite villains and I know a lot of people loved him from um Phantom Menace, but I think the Clone Wars and Rebels just gave him so much more depth, and you saw that he wasn't just this mindless killer. You know, he wasn't just this weapon that was let loose, that you know, cities let loose. That he was calculating. He was cold and just. And that voice, just the way that Sam Witwer does his voice, and that kind of calm, and at the same time menacing, and then you can go into that kind of growl where he just gets... Oh, just... I, I, can't, I can't even say enough about, about that performance of Maul. And... Um... I think... With those final four episodes, again, the siege of Mandalore itself is kind of background. You know, you see the fighting, you see what's going on, but in the back of your mind, while the fighting's going on, you just keep saying, "Okay, when is the shoe going to drop? When is the shoe going to drop? When is this going to happen? What's going on? When? 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 Because you know what it's leading for, you know what it's leading up to, and..." let me just backtrack for a second. Um, I'm just doing this off the top of my head, so forgive me. That final scene with, with Ahsoka and Anakin, the last time you see them together as master and apprentice, if you will, that last moment of him kind of In a way that was almost like his version, his way of, to me, of telling her that, okay, you're no longer a Padawan, you're now a knight. Um, Even though there was no official thing said from either one of them, you know, him giving her those lightsabers and kind of, yeah, that was just kind of his way of saying... It, to me, at least, I felt that was his way of showing, "You're no longer my apprentice. I am releasing you. I am letting you go." I always, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it just really stuck with me. And then, so many moments where you're just like, "Oh, say something! Say something!" Um. Yeah, it was just, just so so amazed just yeah and then order 66 coming down and I don't know I just so many words come to mind so many thoughts come to mind I, I don't even know if I can put them into words just how how heart-wrenching it was how how amazing it was and just uh, okay first of all back to mall. And that hallway scene. Okay, nothing can beat the hallway scene at Rogue One, at the end of Rogue One. That was just amazing. But I think the scene with Maul is a close second, a very close second. And again, um, I think a lot of people were worried that when Disney... You know, when they saw that they were doing the Clone Wars again, I think there was a worry that some of the more darker aspects of the Clone Wars would be, would be lost because this was Disney. Oh my goodness, there was nothing light about these last two episodes. Oh, these were so dark. And I loved it. I mean, seeing decapitations, people getting their arms cut off, and obviously we didn't actually see it, um, which I think makes it even more just shudder, you know, because you know what happened. You You see the after effects, and you're just like, oh, oh, oh. And I think it makes it even more terrifying. Where it's more psychological, where you have to use your, your imagination goes wild, and you're just imagining what's happening, and then seeing Maul use the force to bring down those those uh, hyperdrive motors, and yeah, it was just. And then, of course, we get to the pedal, but, Yeah, I tried to use a big word, and I didn't. The final whole culmination of everything Order 66. And again, I think Filoni did an amazing job of not turning the clones into mindless zombies who were just robots who had no thought no that they just, you know, Order 66 came in and there was like, must kill Jedi, must kill Jedi that... They know it wasn't like the chip just completely took over. You know, you see that with Rex, where Rex hesitates before the programming kicks in and he he goes, you know, and tries to execute order 626 until of course the chip is removed. That the chip doesn't turn them into robots. It makes them more pliable and makes the orders sink in more and but they still have their full full cognitive ability and they're still able to process and think individually and think independently Um, and you see that after Rex's chip is removed and he's trying to sneak past the clones by trying to reason with them and where you know, there for a second there, there you can see they're hesitating. You can see they're like, well, you know, he's right. You know, she's not technically a Jedi anymore. But then, of course, the programming takes over, and they're like, no, nope, no. Nope. But it was just amazing and well done, and applaud. Dave Filoni, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for doing the Clone Wars. Amazing, amazing journey, amazing stories. And that final scene, those the two final scenes that I think for me were just so amazing was watching Rex after having buried his buried his his, his brothers. And him walking away and then Ahsoka looking over the graves and laying her lightsaber down. And then later on, sometime in the future, Vader coming back and the shooting, the way that was animated, the shots of seeing Anakin's face in the reflection and seeing know, that clone trooper helmet, knowing that you're going from the end of one story to the beginning of another, and just every little shot in that scene was just, so many, so many stories being told, so many things, it was just, so, again, Dave Filoni, thank you, thank you, thank you, I don't know if you'll ever see this, but. Just thank you so, so much for that. Um, Anyway, uh, on to the next bit of business, if you will, here at War of the Stars. Next week is going to be a very special edition. Um, It is going to be our anniversary show. And as such, uh, we're having a special guest. It's just going to be two of us. It's going to be myself and the man who really helped start War of the Stars here. One of the one of my original my original co-host, um, Christopher Stolley, will be back here on War of the Stars for a special edition. It's going to be a very different show as we're going to be talking about. The history of War of the Stars and kind of going over some of our favorite moments with the history of the show over the last three years. And so, yeah, that's what's going to be going on next week. And we hope you will join us next week as we celebrate three years of War of the Stars. So, with that being said, we're going to close things out here like we always do. First of all, if you want to get a contact with us, you can do so on Twitter, at War of the Stars 1, Uh, our Facebook group, which is starting to get kind of a little bit more things going on there, so keep a look at that. The Facebook group is, uh, just search War of the Stars, you can find us there. Or you can email us at warofthestars1 at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to support the show, you can do so, as always, at patreon.com backslash warofthestars. Or just click that subscribe. No, not subscribe. Uh, That support tab at... um, at the anchor page, that's anchor.fm backslash more of the Stars. Uh, you can also find us anywhere that Fine Pat podcasts are heard: Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Radio Public, Google, Google Cast. All those fine places can be heard. Uh, as for me, that will do it for us this week. And as always, remember. This isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next time, may the Force be with you.